Welcome to Views on the News, a podcast series by Propeller Group, where we speak to three industry experts and gain their insights on some of the biggest news stories of the month. Hi everyone, welcome to a special edition of Views on the News. Now where we usually take three news stories and speak to different industry experts to gauge their opinions, we are today focusing on one particular story and doing a deep dive into the world of sonic branding. I'm Kate, your host today, and I'm delighted to have two excellent guests joining me. Afri Glennon, Senior Account Manager and Research Strategist at the global creative sound and music agency Massive Music, alongside Tamara Bates, Group Brand Director at Legal and General. It's great to have you both here. How are you? We're very well, yeah. Thanks, Kate. Nice to be here. Now, Legal and General is a leading financial services company and it has one of the most recognisable visual logos. If I say red, green, yellow and blue umbrella, I think most people listening will know exactly what I mean. But a few weeks ago, the company launched its first sonic brand identity. Now, a recent study has found that sound can influence a person's desire to engage or avoid a brand by 86%. That's a really powerful marketing tool if used effectively. Afrique, let's discuss this because you work for Massive Music, a company that works with some of the world's biggest brands as its clients, and you help them be more effective using the emotional power of sound. So this stat probably doesn't really come as a surprise to you. <laughs> no, it doesn't actually. Um, I mean, it's a it's a it's a great stat um, and kind of one of many. I guess, especially over the last few years, as we're very much seeing this kind of audio renaissance and kind of sonic branding, um, the era of the ear. There's been a lot of studies in the past year, even there was a recent uh, Ipsos study, which I'm sure most people saw, which spoke about, you know, sound is eight and a half times more likely to score highly on branded attention in, in an advert. And yeah, I think, you know, what we know about about sound and music and and the power it has to really access your subconscious mind to really trigger emotions and memory is pretty astounding. So it, it is unsurprising that we are seeing this this kind of audio renaissance. But I guess we're definitely really enjoying it and enjoying kind of working with different brands, helping them to develop their sound. Um, and obviously, you know, in the past few months, we've really enjoyed working with kind of Tamara and Legal in general to to look at developing their sound. Absolutely. And Tamara, you were instrumental in helping Legal & General launch its first Sonic brand. So that was designed to help the brand live across a really fast-growing audio ecosystem at the moment and to also offer something meaningful to your customers. What was the thinking behind making that move into this area of marketing? Yeah, no, absolutely. So for the past um, three years since my sort of tenure at Legal & General, we've been working really hard to refresh and evolve the brand. So working with our global um, brand strategy agency, CP Union, developing the the visual expression of the brand, so really injecting some um, life and personality into that. Um, Also the verbal expression. And then the sort of third part um, of really um, growing our our brand was to to look at audio, to look at sound. And I'm just delighted to work with um, our partners here at Massive Music. Yeah, because it was important to you to not just create something that sounded nice and reflect the values of legal in general, but you wanted something that also benefited those who listened to it, didn't you? Yeah, abs- absolutely. We were very keen that we weren't just um, 
developing something that was sort of subjective. It really felt like it had to inject and feel like the um, the brand. And, you know, fortunate enough that as, you know, we're a 180-year-old organisation and we have an umbrella um, logo, which is our <coughs> iconic symbol. And the ambition or the, the brief to Massive Music was to create a sound um, which over time would become as iconic um, and sound like our iconic umbrella. Mm. Yeah, that was a really interesting brief actually you know one of the first things that we did in in the first few weeks of the kind of research and strategy phase of the project was we started to play around with well what does an umbrella sound like and um you know I remember literally sitting in our studio opening and closing umbrellas and and recording them and 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 listening to the different sounds and you know playing around very early on with how could we kind of bring that sound to life in a way that you know captured they captured an umbrella in a literal sense, but also captured the, this idea of kind of protection that an umbrella brings that mm. is so synonymous with 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 legal and general's um, purpose. And this idea of kind of reassurance was was really important to kind of capture as well. That's really interesting, actually. So you're actually taking the product sound. So actually opening and shutting an umbrella to to hear what that is, because it's so recognisable really as a sound, isn't it? So it will have an effect on someone listening to it. The great thing about you know, having such a well-recognised visual logo and and one like an umbrella meant that, you know, when you think about this idea of of sound as a distinctive brand asset and and this idea of, you know, a sonic logo or a sonic brand being another one of those distinctive brand assets, it was really, uh, it was really fantastic for us to be able to come in and and build off of an asset like the umbrella Mm. that already has that recognition because, you know, equity. Exactly. Because as soon as you hear that sound, you already associate an umbrella with with legal and general. So, you know, you're kind of building that connection and, a bit faster so that was that was quite exciting for us yeah and it was just really you know important to develop something that could work across multiple you know touch points yeah, of course. and whether that be on a podcast radio television you know internal external events um and it's great actually we've started using the um you know we've started using the sonic um afric we're going to have it on our telephone line soon as well so that our amazing. customers will be able to hear it amazing um, yeah that's fantastic Keep well, everybody just, in a good mood while yeah, they're on hold. It's a good, uh, probably, opportunity to listen to the Sonic brand now and uh, give listeners a, a bit of an insight as to what you created. through the process of creating a sonic brand and collaborating with massive music so go right back to that thinking and conversation at legal in general in your marketing team on right we actually need to look now yeah. at how we sound because there's so many opportunities yeah. for a brand to live audibly aren't there and and it's getting harder and harder to kind of not enter into this area and and you're losing opportunities i guess if you don't so Let's go back to sort of those early conversations and then maybe into the process with Afrique of, of, of putting it together and working together collaboratively. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at Legal in General, we, as I sort of mentioned before, we're a, a, 
you know, a large, a relatively large organization, um, you know, multiple communications, you know, we communicate to our kind of customers through many, many channels. Um, and as a brand, we didn't actually have a consistent approach to our sound. I think we all know that um, sound is, is, is more and more important. Um, you know, people not only see things, but they, they listen to um, brands through um, audio means. Um, so it's really important for us to um, develop a, a sound um, and a great sound and a sound that sounded different to um, other financial services institutions, but something that was unique and iconic to us. And um, we just really loved Massive Music's, the work that they had done on, on other brands and felt that they were the, definitely the right, the right partner to us. So um, it was really coming up with to develop something that um, could work and trans, um, transcend across our multiple audiences and whether that's a consumer audience or a you know, B2B audience, an institutional mm. audience and also not just the UK but also um, globally as well. Effie, mm. do, do you sometimes when you meet in these early stages do, do marketers already kind of have an idea of the sound that they like or <laughs> I don't know if it was this case but you know right I think we want something like this because you obviously root it all in science and effectiveness it's not just right what do we think this brand sounds like? Yeah I mean god yeah sometimes sometimes you start a project and you know a client or a brand has a really clear idea of what they want um, but often what happens is there might be, you know, initially an, an initial idea of what what a brand wants. And then when we actually go through our initial kind of research and strategy phase and we start to, you know, meet with stakeholders across the business and really start to get to kind of understand, um, you know, the, the, the breadth of, of, of the business, oftentimes what people initially think they want can change. Mm-hmm. And actually what when we understand what we always say is we can't give you the solution without first diagnosing the problem and so a big part of our kind of initial phase is about meeting with as many stakeholders as possible across the business which is what we did at Legal in General um, to really understand how they perceive the brand and also understand what their unique challenges are when it comes to sound and we really let that kind of guide our our brief and our our strategy. The, The next part would be once we have all of those insights we start to kind of look at um, what we call an audio mood board which is where we start to kind of explore lots of different pieces of existing music we did that with Tamara and with the with the legal and general team and, and with Super Union as well and we held a big workshop where we, we listened to lots of different kind of pieces of existing music that all in some way could represent Legal and General's mm. brand, their personality, bright, calm and real. And then we kind of collaboratively decide as a team on, on actually whittling down that mood board and what it, what are, what's our unique sonic palette that we want to bring to our composers and, and bring to the sound. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It was really important for us, so, you know, like our visual and, and verbal expression, that the sound um, wasn't subjective and it was really um, defined through the lens of our brand personality traits of, of bright, calm and real. Um, and what we realised that they, they needed to um, t- tweak and adapt slightly to, mm. to, to work in, in sound. Um, so it was really, you know, really fascinating um, project to to work through with with the team and and the various stakeholders. And I think we've ended up with something that you know we're really you know over the moon with, um, and really is reflective of our iconic umbrella. You do a lot of work, don't you? We're looking at what is it that we want this brand to say. To how do we want audiences to feel? Is it safe? Is it brave is it bold is it exciting you look at almost personality traits don't you yeah and and um for legal in general uh, as tamara said it was all about how do we translate bright calm and real 
um, in, into sound, which for us was a was a lovely a lovely brief. And um, when you think about the types of sounds and um, kind of you know moods that you would that you would associate with those three words, um, but we didn't just look at bright cam and real. We also looked at insights from other areas of the brand as well, and and learnings from you know what does the competitive landscape sound like, and how do we make sure that the aesthetic kind of stands out from that um but absolutely yeah so brand personality match is a really important um kind of facet of building you know a distinctive brand asset in sound and you know there's lots of research out there um there was a recent report actually that that I think it was from sound out that talked about you know how important it is to have a close match between your brand personality and and your sonic brand and if you can do that then you're fast track your brand to building um, mm. a distinctive brand asset so yeah that was really important and we actually tested that didn't we Tamara we test, we, we, we did some market testing yeah. before with, we launched with Sounder absolutely um, mm. and I think it's it's important to say that our audiences are so diverse and it wasn't just one sound that we wanted to create it was um, obviously the Sonic you know the short form logo but also longer form music that could be adapted um, for, mm-hmm. with different energy sort of low medium and a high energy that would work and transcend transcend across all of our different um, businesses and, and, and stakeholders. Yeah, that's interesting because it's not just one tune, is it? It's, it's, <laughs> no. it's lots of, sorry, I say the word tune, it sounds, it sounds quite, um, yeah, lay person. No, I like me. it. I like but it. yeah, as in you create a whole suite of sounds, don't you, in order for a brand to then take and use and stretch in the way that it suits whatever yeah. it is they're promoting. So I guess in layman's terms, um, as as Africa and the team explained to me, it was about creating our brand DNA, our brand blueprint. And then from that, we've developed other sounds that can be used, um, this sort of low energy, medium and and high energy that can be used across lots of different um, mediums. Mm. But all sound like they're born from the same place. And what's the kind of length of time then does it take from having these conversations to then kind of hearing the brand come to life. I think it was about nine months tomorrow, was it? Yeah, I mean, we started, I think, you know, we briefed in the December, December, late December um, 2020. So this was a a lockdown, um, a lockdown project. Lockdown baby. um, Yeah, absolutely. And this is the first time that Africa and I, uh, after working together for nearly a year, have actually met face to face. Yeah, it's Um, crazy. um, Mm. But it worked really well. But yeah, it was about nine, it was about nine months um, from start to finish. Now, you also worked with the Music, Mind and Brain group at Goldsmith University. Um, can you talk us through the process of really rooting it in science? And, Afri, maybe you could talk about the scientific, scientific techniques used in music to elicit certain emotions. It was really interesting. I mean, this really was this sort of icing on the cake for us and when Africa and the team mentioned it quite early on in the process um, you know about working with goldsmiths um, and their music mind and brain department um, we thought it could be a really interesting opportunity but anything that we did it had to be sort of empirically tested and, and, and it wasn't you know it had to be validated the thing that really kind of touched us was that it aligned um, so well to our purpose of inclusive capitalism and we use that to steer everything we do and that's our platform to build emotional connections which in turn can boost our trust and our brand preference and and sales and it's about our wider purpose of delivering economic and social benefits um, across society and improving the lives of customers so to have the opportunity to work with goldsmiths to be able to create sound 
that could potentially give back to society was really something that was quite special mm. for us and I'm just delighted that we were able to make that happen. Yeah, absolutely. It was equally exciting for us when we kind of got to understand the proposition of the ethos of inclusive capitalism and when we met with, you know, legal and general stakeholders and learned that actually this isn't just a, a brand kind of proposition. It really is something that legal and general stakeholders live and breathe and they really do kind of put their money where their mouth is in terms of how they give back to society. And so, yeah, we were really inspired by this and thought, well, can we create a sonic brand that isn't just, you know, kind of goes beyond being just a branding tool and a marketing mm-hmm. tool, but can actually provide benefit. And so, yeah, Kate, to your question, we we worked with Goldsmiths, we worked with um, Professor Daniel Mullen-Siefen um, and some of his colleagues to brief our composers to create what we call functional music. So there are four different tracks, one to help improve focus, one to help people fall asleep, one to help people kind of have a moment of calm. So maybe you're you know, on your commute or having a coffee break during the day. And then the final one was uh, to help people kind of calm down emotionally. So if you're feeling a bit stressed or a bit anxious. And all four of the um, tracks were grounded in science, so grounded in scientific techniques that have been proven to elicit those kind of moods. So we looked at, for example, with the sleep track, we looked at kind of a gradually decreasing BPM, so a gradually decreasing oh, tempo, wow. uh, which which was designed to actually mirror what your heartbeat and your breathing rate does when you're falling asleep. And it allows your heart rate and your breathing rate to kind of sync with the, the music and allow people to fall asleep. Um, we looked at lots of other techniques as well in the sleep track, but also in the other in the other four tracks. And uh, and yeah, it was really fun. And then we tested the tested them and uh, luckily they tested all they all kind of were proven to kind of actually promote those those different um effects. So it was really, really oh, lovely brilliant. project. Oh, great. That sounds really good. And uh, mm. like you say, it's just nice to offer your customers something more than sort of the generic branding sound of a, of a brand, but actually, yeah, allowing them to f- probably feel more of a part of a brand, more connected to the brand as well. Because you're giving back and, and allowing them to, to connect with you on a completely different level to how you would normally communicate with, with your customers traditionally. I think it felt really, um, it feels authentic. Yeah, um, and it is genuine, you know, we, we, we tested this and wanted to give something back and, and the tracks are available for free mm. um, across various channels. And it's really nice. I've, you know, I've had lots of feedback from, you know, colleagues, but also, um, you know, people in the industry and have just said, you know, it's really, the, you know, it's mm. quite unique, I think, the um, the work that, that, that we've done and how it just, you know, works for, for legal in general and who we are mm. as an organisation. Mm-hmm. Every you mentioned looking at competitors earlier because that's important, isn't it? You can sometimes have a sound of a sector where lots of companies doing the same thing can sound very similar and then, of course, it kind of defeats the purpose. You're, you're all sounding the same and there's no real distinction and people may not remember you as the brand. They might recognise the sound, but the kind of association with the sound might might not go back to your brand and mm. um, that's important isn't it when you're when you're looking at creating a sonic brand like this absolutely it really is and um and it's interesting actually because more often than not when we start our competitor analysis for any project um usually there will be you know a, a trend for that particular industry and and more often than not you know a lot of 
kind of brands will will end up actually yeah kind of sounding quite similar and blending into one another and actually it's not you know it's also something that we've seen I don't know if any either of you saw that video during lockdown of like advertising in lockdown and all the kind of music that was yes. being used yeah. and it was yeah. just like they all sounded the same yeah. yeah everybody was just using like piano you know sad kind of <laughs> piano music and you know you just think it, it's such a shame because brands have such an opportunity to really stand mm-hmm. out and differentiate uh, with their sound um, and uh, and so yeah competitor analysis is always a big a big part of our kind of uh, research phase um, and it's understanding you know a what are the trends and what do we want to avoid um, so that we're not blending in? Um, but also looking at kind of peer brands. So brands outside of the sector, um, in legal and gen- general's case, looking at brands outside of the financial services sector mm. and kind of looking at who can we be inspired by and, and actually, you know, yeah, what are the kind of, what are the benchmarks? What are the kind of, who are the brands that are really championing um, kind of standout sound? So yeah, so that's a really important part of the process um, and something that we did for the the Legal and General project. Brilliant. Yeah, and and particularly as well, you know, um, the financial services sector. But, you know, we do so much more than um, financial services. I think, you know, if we're known as a, you know, a life insurer or, you know, a pension company, but we're an investment, you know, investment management um, company, but we're also a house builder as well. So, um, and we're not just in the UK, we're... um, you know, in the US and um, we'll be, you know, going further afield. So it was really important to find something that didn't feel too British, even though, you know, we are an iconic mm. um, British mm. brand. It needed to feel more international, I think. Yeah, that's a really good point, Tamara, actually. I'd almost forgotten about that part of the brief. But yeah, that was really important. And because I think a lot of people would expect because Legal and General is, you know, a heritage brand in the UK, very much a household name, maybe your mind would go to something that was quite, you know, the the sound, the sound of legal, legal in general should be quite British or quite kind of heritage feeling. But quite early on, we discussed that and kind of decided because it was that, you know, it is a global brand and, and there's so, such a wide breadth of offering that you have. We kind of wanted to steer away from being overly, yeah, overly British. And how do you feel then with the end result? Where can people hear it? And, you know, what are the long-term plans for the Sonic brand? Yeah, so we're, so um, it's still early days. So we launched the Sonic, when was it, Afric? Um, October, was October. it? October. Yeah. Um, so a couple of months ago. It's been really well received internally. And we're using it for, you know, across our internal channels. Externally, we've been using it on um, videos. One part of our business has a partnership with Roman Kemp, actually, who's our um, um, health and well-being ambassador for our group protection part of the business. Mm. And he's been recording some sort of long-form and short-form podcasts and videos for us. So it was really lovely to be able to to, to use the the Sonic logo and and the music for that. So I think we'll just Mm. continue to go from strength to strength with it and and try and get it out across the radio waves, um, you know, potentially... TV and, and, and other channels as, as 2022 evolves. Brilliant. You must get, I think, a lot of professional satisfaction when you turn on a radio or TV and you hear a brand that you've helped put together. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's it's really lovely. I get very excited. I, I'm constantly kind of like, if I'm watching the telly, I'll, my, my poor boyfriend, I'll be like, to pause that, go back a second, play that again. <laughs> oh, is that, oh yeah, they've used a Sonic logo or why haven't they used it? Um, but um, no, it's lovely. It's really, it's such a kind of, there's such a satisfaction in being able to, 
you know, see a project through yeah. and then see it live. Mm. Um, and then I think, you know, see the real satisfactions when you start to kind of, you know, a year in, start to kind of record performance and results and see how, you yeah. know, a Sonic, the Sonic yeah. brand is actually starting to benefit our clients is, is, is really a great satisfaction. So yeah, that... I'm very much looking forward to starting to hear um, the legal and general sound out in the world um, and, uh, and starting looking forward to seeing it grow with the brand as well. Because, you know, for us, it's not just about here's your, you know, Sonic logo, your DNA track and your adaptations. Off you go, you know, see you later. We're, we're very much about actually the importance of of kind of supporting with that rollout and 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 making sure that you know it's being implemented correctly and that our clients have the tools they need to really kind of let the sonic brand grow and evolve mm. because um, it's kind of the start of the journey really exactly yeah you you kind of would provide the assets and then the clients and would kind of go off and just kind of that would be it for the end of the relationship but for for massive music we're uh, all about kind of yeah really the launch is the start mm. and it's about providing that ongoing support and really helping our clients to be sonic brand guardians and also seeing how how sound can can expand and and kind of permeate throughout a business so for us often the initial you know sonic deliverables are just the beginning it's just a starter pack and really what we want to be able to support is allowing the sonic brand to kind of grow and evolve and expand throughout you know permeate throughout um, the business as well so yeah yeah no that's absolutely um and, and you know you know working with massive music really you know as, as a partnership and um you know and we, and we have so many stakeholders across the business that will be using the, the the sound and it's so important to get to get it right um mm. so you know it's been you know since launch you know we've worked the, uh, on various projects already with you to you know our is it being implemented in the right way? Mm. Um, and yeah, and hopefully, you know, and over time, the ambition is just to sort of build out, build out more of a, a library, mm. um, you know, of music. And we've talked about having an instrumental version. So, you know, it will yeah. continue to sort of evolve as, as the business grows uh, as yeah. well. And um, that it's not just something that will just sort of go away and move on to the next thing. It really is something that's very much embedded in, in, in everything that we that we do know. Mm. You can add Sonic Brand Guardian to your job yes. job title now. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> Thank you so much to both of you for joining me today on this special edition of Views on the News. If you're listening and you're keen to hear the Sonic Brand again, we'll link to it in the show notes, as well as a link to um, a massive music white paper because you've recently launched a white paper that compiles a lot of the latest research in the effectiveness of sonic branding haven't you yes we have so yeah a few weeks ago we launched a white paper which is um a fantastic tool hopefully for for marketers and for anybody in the industry who's interested in learning more about sonic branding and uh, distinctiveness in sound um and it compiles um you know all of the latest research um in in sonic branding and also kind of some really interesting case studies as well uh from some of our uh, of, of our clients over the past few years um so well worth a read for sure Brilliant. We'll, we'll put the link in the show notes. Thank you so much both for joining me and thank you for listening. Thank you. Thanks, Kate. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please do subscribe and give us a review. Or to get in touch and learn more about Propeller Group, check out our website at www.propellergroup.com.